Geek Gamecast, episode 467. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Skadoosh. And Tony Corkinakis. Yo. What's up, guys? Welcome, listeners, viewers. 2467 of the Gamecast. We are going to be continuing our conversation in this episode on uh, New York Comic Con. Uh, there were some specific game stuff I left off of there uh, that I saw. Uh, just for this episode, and um, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're also going to be talking about what we want to see going forward. Uh, there'll be some other stuff in here. We had some experiences we didn't quite get into. Uh, I would like to correct. I want to make sure I, I say this right. I didn't correct myself. I had it right. It is Brian Kong. I bought that artwork from. It's uh, Brian with an I and K O N G dot com is his uh, a site. He's awesome. I mean, his stuff is great. Um, and um, so I just want to make sure that's that's. I did look it up in between here, but. Uh, so we're good there, but let's get into what I've been up to, playing wise, game wise. Uh, anything new, guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, I play more Zelda. I'm, I'm three dungeons down. So, nice. uh, yeah, like I said last week, it's all uh, coming back to you. Yeah, sort of. I don't remember the. I was telling Tony beforehand. I don't remember the Mario stuff. Like, I'm like I don't remember this. Like, it's just like I remember the. Obviously, I remember walking down ladders, going into the like, under dungeons because that was in like original Zelda. Like you would do that. Uh, but and and like I knew I can jump in this game. I remember the jump. I don't remember like specifically Goombas and like piranha plants. And I'm like, I don't remember any of this. Um, and it looks great though. I mean, it looks fantastic. The dungeons run great for those. I, my complaint last week was the performance of the game. And I have to say the dungeons run perfectly fine. There's zero problems with slowdown at all in the dungeons. Uh, so it's basically just their open world thing, which I hope they can patch. Um, but it looks great. It sounds great. The soundtrack is freaking fantastic now. Um, mm. And yeah, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. That's that's pretty much it for me of all I played actually though, because it's like it's been a it's been a week. So it's really got all I got into. I found oh, okay. I, I have to admit this on this on this broad podcast right now. I have found my fire emblem. I had ne- I had never lost it. Uh, I talked about last week how I can't find the disc anywhere. I was freaking out. I can't find the case apparently. And that is because Corey reminded me that, Jim, didn't you buy this digitally because you could not find it in the retail shop? And I'm like, shit. So I went and loaded the thing. I'm like, yep, it works. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, it was quite a lot of laughs happening. Uh, it was pretty funny when it happened because I was like, I can't believe I just did that. Uh, and uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah was... Tony and I were like talking about that. I was like, wait, is he complaining about not having his disc? But didn't he, like we were saying, like, I think we, I think he got it digitally right yeah yeah because i was like because i forget what spawned it but like i was, I was thinking about like how you're like because you know you slipped up on the pre-order and i was like i thought he said he bought it digitally and Corey's like yeah i'm pretty sure he did i was like yeah because Cor- Corey <laughs> was like, gonna right. Corey was gonna take the digital copy and give me the retail uh originally and then i ended up going on my trip and just buying it digitally and using it that's what happened because uh, I couldn't find it in the store before I left. I, I couldn't even find it in the store when I went out to where I was going. Uh, so I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm buying it. That's it. So I bought yeah. it. and yeah. So that's why there's no case either to be found. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, funny oh, how you remember taking it out and putting Zelda in. Yeah. But, but I took out Marvel. I took out Marvel to an alliance. And I put that in the right place because that's where it was. Uh, and uh, it's just un- it's unbelievable. So, uh, so that's my funny story. Uh, Corey, playing anything? Well, um, so I said I wasn't going to get Destiny because I've been playing Borderlands, and all I do is play Borderlands, and so, yeah, it's just, it's just been Borderlands, but I looked at my account, and I had $36 of credit <laughs> waiting in my Microsoft account, and it was $37.20 something with tax for the DLC, so I was like, ah, screw it, I'll just use that, what am I going to use this on? Mm-hmm. I'll play with, uh, 
you know, the guys and the clan and stuff. I load up Destiny and play the first mission. Like, I'd rather be playing Borderlands than I play Borderlands. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, why can't, did I do it? I can't switch it was, gears. It's got to be organic. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I was like, you know, I, I'm not going to do it because I, I know I'm just going to be playing Borderlands. And then I did it anyway just because I was like, ah, oh, it's why not? And then, no. Yeah. Now, in like a few months, will that still be like something you can play with people or will everyone have moved on by then? Borderlands or Destiny? No, Destiny. The, the, the part of Destiny that you just bought. <clears throat> no, Destiny's going to be around for a while. I mean, I they'll know, be ahead of like, me and stuff, but that, I mean, I can always get back into it. It's that just, specific um, part, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, the raid is going on. Uh, they, well, they had the raid over the weekend, I think, and... I think it took six hours or something, the, almost seven hours. The funny part is, is by the time he joins, that, that raid will be on farm. And then somebody will be like, I'll just run you through it. It's fine. I remember this. Don't worry. I can talk I can talk raids. I was World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. I was OG. No, I, mean, I was OG. The, I still actually haven't done the previous raid. So yeah. there's a raid I still haven't done yet. So, so far behind. Yeah. Too much, too much Borderlands. Borderlands is still dominating the game time. So... Yeah, and they do have um, Dragon Quest on Switch too, which there was oh some. My. There's some news for that. I didn't put it on here about the. Uh, did we put that on there about the voice actor guild, uh, the the union for um, Troy Baker? I don't oh, think I put yeah, it on yeah. here. Why he didn't reprise his role as uh, as Reese in this game? Mm-hmm. He was apparently yeah. Uh, he, there was a whole controversy with that. Like, well, they made it into a controversy. He just said he didn't go back he, because they didn't want him because he was part of a union. No, no. So this is where part of this is game, right? this is where it gets twisted a little bit. All right, here comes the PR spin from Corey. Go ahead, Corey. No, I'm no, not, I'm not, no I'm PR kidding. spin. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. just saying he refused, and or his union, the union maybe, and his decision. Like he chose not to go back, and they also chose not to hire him back. At the same time, the thing is, he's his what he was saying sounded like they weren't hiring people that were in union. That is not true. Ashley Birch is in a union. And she hmm. played Tiny Tina. He he. Their issue in his union was they were also hiring local non-union voice actors, and he would not be a part of a game that hired union. Ah, uh, non union non actors. Got you. Okay. Well, there you go. Cleaned it up. All right. All right. Uh, moving on, Mike. Um. So I've split my time with two games here. I went back because now the Curse of the Vampire and Marvel Knights DLC has happened for. Uh, <laughs> Ultimate Alliance 3. Um, and it's interesting because there's a lot of stuff you get for free with this, and then the, the paid stuff is the four characters and the gauntlet mode. Everything else, the new level cap, shield depot, where you can convert certain court currencies into other things, all of that is free, which is cool. But because of that, the paid stuff needs to justify itself a little better for me. <laughs> because... They gave me too much free stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, because I... I paid for this stuff, and then, like, I could have not and still gotten a lot of the cool stuff. <laughs> so what happened here is, so now I'm looking at the four new characters. We got Punisher, Moon Knight, Morbius, and uh, Blade, yeah. And they all kind of, I don't care for any of them. Like, I, I gave the, I've leveled them up a little bit. I gave them a little bit of time, but I don't, it's not, they're not game changers to me like Cyclops and Colossus were. Both function and just being interesting characters. Um, and then the gauntlet mode. There's. I thought there were. They said there would be like story aspects to this DLC. There really isn't. The closest thing is the gauntlet mode is where you'll have to just 
sort of do little like challenges like five to ten in a row and then that's one gauntlet thing um with loading screens in between each of them which is kind of annoying especially when you do the lower level stuff that you can burn right through but um in that dr strange has some new voiceovers trying to like sort of give you a story but that's it which i was a little disappointed with and i'm also disappointed with the early part of gauntlet mode because you just burn through it with your level 100 characters and you have to just wait through loading screens more than you're playing it half the time but once it gets higher level, um, and then it's actually a challenge, it's a little more interesting. And like, there's a certain things where you're constraints of which certain characters you have to play, so you're forced maybe out of your comfort zone, which is cool. And um, it, the rewards are pretty good. But overall, I'm hoping the other DLCs have a little more going on as far as like a story mode. And honestly, I probably would have taken another Infinite Rift rather than gauntlet mode but we'll see what's what's the difference between gauntlet mode and nightmare mode nightmare is literally just playing the game again just with different like high-powered enemies like the Uh, story the gauntlet is yeah it's its own thing where again there's no new environments or anything it's just characters with new abilities and you play in little sections again and so so strange i'll tell you something a little exposition in a couple of them to make it into kind of a story. <laughs> All right. So, but they, they don't have like an official like story chapter thing. No. Like, it's just kind of like, oh, we're here. Like, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. It's here. It's, and funny. it's just like, so you're fighting some bosses. And there are new bosses, but they're not new. Char- it's, it's more like existing characters as bosses, which is kind of the coolest thing, I think. Like, now you can fight, like, you know, Wolverine or Captain America here and there as a boss. Uh, but other than that, you're just sort of challenging. These, the enemies are different in the way that they act with new abilities. But other than that, it's just Doctor Strange being like, oh, no, people are infected. You need to fight them. And, like, that's that's the story. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's a little, but... Yeah. Uh, this the, the sort of the the outside stuff, as far as like the new currency, the level cap, that's all pretty cool. Um, so I mean, and I I beat all of them, and you can go back for more. Of the it's more content to a game that you're no, playing. It's, so it's, no, it's no, it's good, and but I'm looking forward, maybe even expecting a little bit more of a dedicated like narrative. I know the story wasn't doesn't seem like the focus in this game at all, even the base game, but. I was hoping for a little more. Maybe we'll get it in some of the other packs, although I don't know why. It, it's like wishful thinking because there's no reason to expect that after this. But yeah. Well, it could be that. I, I'm I'm hoping that maybe they got this one out of the way because it's like... The easy one? Yeah, the easy one. Because, like, I mean, like, the thing is, like, there's high expectations, I think, for, like, you know, X-Men and, what, Fantastic Four, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. stuff like that. It's like, this is like, eh. They could get away with just releasing the characters to these because it's like, you know, what kind of story, you know, really could you tell yeah. with them? Hopefully. I don't know. That's, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I'm hoping yeah. For. But, uh, and then the other thing is I'm playing Witcher 3 again. And this game is like four or five years old now. And I managed to come across a unpatched quest preventing bug in this game where they actually did patch in a little note you could pick up with an apology from CD Projekt Red. Yeah. But but it's not it doesn't fix anything. <laughs> so there's a, you can like download a few extra 
things. And one of the reasons why I'm playing again on New Game Plus is to get the all the Witcher armor, which is kind of a convoluted sort of like treasure like hunt thing. And uh, one of them is for some woven gear, and you have to start with a base, and then you upgrade it, and you have to find different like diagrams for each one. But the chests that you need to open to get the base woven armor doesn't open for me and it happened and i looked it up it happens for a lot of people and they've never fixed it they just give you a guy next to it like a skeleton you can loot the skeleton and you'll get this note of apology and (laughs) and that's it so i'm a little upset with that and um, i can't believe that this game has been this popular for this long and they haven't actually fixed this quest they're all working on you know cyberpunk now i I know that but bigger and better things mike I know that, but this could have happened like three years ago. <laughs> so you're not getting this on Switch is what you're saying. <laughs> hey, maybe it won't be broken on Switch. But no, I don't. I doubt why, it. Would, why would yeah. I do that? You know, speaking of that, um, previews are starting to come out of um, the Switch version. And it's all a cartridge. Like, you don't have to download chunks of it. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. How, it's crazy. How is that, it, how is that possible? It, you know, I, I've been thinking of that, too, as I'm playing this again, because I have a pay, PlayStation Pro, and it sounds like it is taking off when I play this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, and, like, I, and it's one of these things I noticed, because um, one of my favorite YouTube videos is uh, Boundary Break, which she says, and you, you just get a good idea of, like, how frequently, like, s- stuff is called or doesn't really exist in the world when you're there. But I'm noticing how many in- indoor and outdoor, like, environments are constant in this game. Like, mm. there's a lot. It almost seems kind of inefficient. And maybe that's where the Switch finds finds some way to work, make it work, because it, it's pretty crazy. And this is an old game now, but it, I, I don't really understand exactly how it's going to work on the Switch, even more than I didn't before. And now, like, as I'm playing, I'm like, man, I, I don't get it. But yeah. it, it, it'll be interesting to see, like, performance-wise or any glitches or what happens with it. But because um, it it does kind of seem every now and then like it's like tearing apart at the seams, even on the PlayStation Pro. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tony. Um, nothing. I opened up Dragon Quest. I put it in my switch, downloaded the update and then my bus ride to New York on a fucking Tuesday night. That's why I couldn't podcast last week. Tuesday night, 6 p.m. bus to New York City was completely full. And it was just so obnoxious because, like, the dude next to me was, like, taking up, you know, more than his share of the space. And I wasn't about to get confrontation. I was like, whatever. It's like an hour and a half ride and stuff like that. So I just listened to music and whatnot. Um, but And then I didn't wait in any lines to actually play it. So uh, it, it's on dock. It will get played and I'll have to talk about it next week. Cool. Okay. Uh, I do want to mention before we move on because we did in podcast last week that tony you and i went to the overwatch grand final yeah go on yeah oh yeah 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 that's right yep and uh that was in philadelphia this year wells fargo center i have to say because we went to the barclays uh the two years ago and i do like that they have like the parking lot yeah um that like the parking lot at the wells fargo center this year because uh basically but like barclays there is no parking lot really it's just mostly mass you know transit and stuff like that so um, here you could tailgate, and you know, we saw some tailgaters and stuff, which was pretty cool. And um, the event, like, I think the event itself uh, was a bigger spectacle the first time around like, with the Barclays. But uh, here, I think the actual 
thing was like better uh, as far as how it was run and obviously the musical performance was way better oh yeah uh, that was cool um so yeah it was ed the dj and I, I appreciated they actually got behind the drum set and like was actually rocking out there too so that was cool uh but yeah it was, it was cool and tony called it he's like it's gonna be a bloodbath and you know just was gonna you know take it home and i was like you know what vancouver's been dominating the league and you know they they're really good i don't know but nope this uh, guy had a sign that said, you know, four maps and a handshake, and that's exactly what it was. So yeah, it was, it was bad. I, I felt bad for Vancouver because it's just like they were like on top of the the, the tier list for the whole year and mm-hmm. just get uh, utterly crushed. Utterly, not that they didn't have good moments. They had good moments and they had good plays, but just overall, like you could see, like. The, the gap between number one and number two in the league was just yeah, and it's massive. Crazy that they they were in the losers bracket. That's what the craziest yeah. thing to me was. They made it through to the losers bracket. But um, yeah, it's, it's, that team just looks very dominant. They they were close maps, but San Francisco like eat them out every time. So it wasn't like yeah, there was the ever. Score doesn't reflect that. Like oh, there were some times where like they went. Yeah, like there was like, and. Some of the moments, it's like awesome. It's like you're with these people that are all, you know, fans of the same thing, and like these big moments happen, and everybody recognizes it. And it's like, you know, it's like an actual sporting event when someone hits a home run in the baseball game. Everybody's cheering and yelling. It's, it's great. So same idea here. Yeah. People appreciate the the plays that are maybe not so flashy, but you know, are, are like skill based. Um, but there was like once, like the first, it was the first second map I can vault where. One guy came out as Bastion. People were like, Architect. My boy. Like, what are you doing? And then he goes to Bastion, just dominates, and like Rocket jumps onto a chandelier and is shooting from a chandelier. It was just amazing. So good stuff. It was very entertaining. I have to say it was a very entertaining match, uh, even though it was so lopsided. It was definitely entertaining the entire time. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's get into the news real quick, and then we'll go into Comic-Con <clears> stuff. <throat> Uh, well, a lot of some of this came from Comic Con. Um, Kamala Khan has been announced mm-hmm. as a playable character in the new Avengers game coming out next year. Um, that's that's Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, for those that didn't know. Um, so yeah, the new Miss Marvel. She stretches, gets big. She doesn't have anything like the original Miss Marvel's powers, but uh, <clears throat> she's or Captain Marvel's powers. Is, what was her name? Was it? Ms. Marvel. She right? was Miss Marvel. Yeah, first. she yeah. was Miss Marvel. So, so yes, uh, but. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, I think get, they were saying, I mean, she was rumored to be in it before, so they were, that's they were not saying, too surprising. They had like a tease for her in it earlier, yeah. so. <laughs> well, yeah, my, my personal suspicion is she's going to be propped up heavily for um, the next phase of uh, the MCU. Mm-hmm. Well, she's getting her own show, so mm-hmm. We forgot to that. mention that. I forgot to mention that uh, Tom Holland was like, helped bring him back uh, to uh in, in the movie cast to the fold Sorry. Mm-hmm. yeah anyways but yeah she's gonna be uh, i think she will be a big part i have this feeling um so uh yeah let's see what do we got here kevin conroy will not be voicing the new batman in this whatever game is coming out here um <laughs> it's unannounced unofficial <laughs> definitely coming game yeah yeah and i go on i mean i suspect that this already i because we knew it was montreal and also he uh was you know even with you like just a couple years ago when you asked him about it yeah he's like no i'm not involved and like no one's no one said anything to me i can't believe it and like so i knew he was like willing and they didn't even talk to him about it so i'm like uh they're gonna go cheap again yeah and they're gonna go 
but he's been and, like and he's then, been campaigning one, on Twitter for like playing that voice again, and like nobody's like, they're not contacting him. I, I, I'm assuming they just want. I guess Ezio or whatever his name is, Roger Craig Smith, is cheaper. So I don't know, or they just have him in house already. I don't know, yeah. or maybe you know, judging by their past work, they're just gonna reuse some of his old voice lines from the. Fr- from they, Origins, they, because they, they like to reuse things there on Montreal. I, honestly, the more I think about it, the less excited I am for a Montreal Batman game. Well, but, um, so you're in my realm. I think you're in my realm now. It's going to be good. I don't know. I think uh, we have to just wait for the proper game coming, which I think will have Kevin Conroy's voice in it. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Again, I, perfect world. We get some sort of silly prequel thing here that'll be passable again. And then we'll get like a Justice League game from Rocksteady, but I don't know. That's again wishful thinking because it'd be crazy misdirection if like because Kevin Conroy would have to be working on that now too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This Batman spinoff game will be uh, a side story releasing in June, uh, and maybe you'll get something from Rocksteady in 2021, but I wouldn't expect it before then. I don't think so either. And it's going to be riddled with uh, games as a service, multiplayer. WB blah, blah, garbage. Blah. Yeah, WB garbage, yep. Oh. This game or both of them? No, the second one. Oh, for sure. Okay. okay. All right. Whatever Rock City is working on. I, okay. I don't know about It's games as a service game. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, what else do we have? We've got The Last of Us Part Two Companions. Better AI this time around. I think we kind of expect that, right? Do you expect them to help you more? The the classic. So are, but are they in danger this time, or will they be completely invisible? That's what to I don't, all it doesn't things. say in this like response. This respo- response says they can actually stealth kill. They can actually help but you do out. We, do we want them to be to be vulnerable anyway? <laughs> no, I don't have to worry about them when I'm worrying about myself in in this whole thing. But especially if they're like, if you're trying to like avoid like dogs searching for you in this game. Like, I don't want to have to worry about where the hell is my ally here? Where, where the hell are they? Are they lagging behind? Um, so, uh, and then the other part of it is, like, how do you balance that? Where are they too strong? And they're like, okay, no, I, I'm just going to sit here and let my ally destroy everybody while I do nothing. Um, I, mean, so. I don't know. I, I never liked the gameplay in, in Last of Us to begin with. But I do remember, you know, it was just sort of immersion breaking when you're trying to be super sneaky and then... Whoever's with you just running around like a crazy person in circles, sometimes literally running into enemies, and doesn't matter at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that being one of my complaints, too, because um, I just remember trying to go through one of the um, segments with the... Um, clickers? Clickers. And it's like, I'm being all stealthy and quiet, and then Ellie's just, like, running around. Just, I'm just like... I mean, she's not triggering anything, but I'm just like, oh, like, well, this yeah. kind of... This is awkward. Okay. Yeah. A lot of criticism, but it's like, all right. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't know how it's gonna mix. Uh, it's gonna be too easy, too hard. It's gonna be. I don't know. We'll see how they're gonna do it. Didn't get much answers from that. I mean, I guess we kind of expected it. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're definitely gonna try to build on what they've done. It's just, yeah. it's a weird. It's it's one of the weaker points of the previous game, I guess. Yeah. All right. Let's move into the uh, Blizzard news that uh, we had happen. Mm. Was it this morning? Is that this morning? Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. yesterday. So go on this. Uh, what, what do we got going on here? Who wants to report it? Oh, uh, Blizzard uh, Taiwan. Yes. Deleted Hearthstone Grandmaster's winners interviewed to his support of Hong Kong protests, then basically banned him for a year and took away all his winnings. Hmm. Uh, so there's so that. It's pretty, pretty and strong. And then response. Gods Unchained. Uh, do you know Gods Unchained site? Uh, it's they, a competitor, I think. 
but he um well they are i don't know i don't know the hearthstone scene well enough um to know exactly but they tweeted out saying um you know blizzard just banned blitz chong hshs stripped his hearthstone winnings because they care about money more than freedom we will pay all of his lost tournament money no player should be punished for their beliefs hashtag free gaming now this is sort of even i don't know if it has anything to do with it but this happened in the nba as well yeah yes um the owner of gm i think the gm not the owner something like that uh daryl morey said something in in uh support of the hong kong what i don't i don't know what's going on there at all personally so i'm not going to give an opinion here about it but he gave he gave a uh, he, he, he tweeted support, he tweeted in, uh, in support of them and since the NBA is well invested in China especially the Rockets with Yao Ming in the past mm-hmm. being sort of their ambassador they immediately like condemned him and like made him forced him to apologize and just because I, I guess it's like insulting to China in some way so. It's very sad. Then people come out. It's like, oh, the NBA cares more about money than freedom. The same exact <laughs> thing. Like other people, it's the same idea. Yeah. Well, Mulan, so the everyone, Mulan actress did this too. She's just so, mm-hmm. so everyone now is probably scrambling to research what exactly is going on there because I don't know. It's protests. And, uh, the way the well, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. So, so that's one of the good things about this. So, I mean, basically. Um, what it was was Hong Kong, and it could be wrong in this part, but because they were under British rule for so long, mm-hmm. um, they had, uh, and after it ended, they had a certain amount of autonomy. But after a certain amount of time, they're being absorbed by um, the main mainland Chinese government. Um, so mainland China is coming in, stepping in, and trying to take away all their rights, all their freedoms. Because when you say like China, it, like somebody living in Hong Kong has like, way more rights and well china's a dictatorship right right exactly (laughs) right right, exactly that's that's a good good way to to put it um so a lot of the hong kong people are trying to like protest this and say like you know we're we should be a free people like this yeah free our own country this this that and the other thing and the chinese government um has been um cracking down on the protests but escalated to actually like using brutal violence to try to quash the riots um like it's super scary, actually, to think about. Um, I know a couple years ago we were talking about when Watch Dogs was unveiled, but like some of the shit that's going on is exactly like Watch Dogs. Like you have people who are protesting China that are, are like wearing like riot, like anti-riot gear with um or not anti-riot, but like goggles, gas masks, and stuff like that, and they're taking down these like surveillance cameras, these towers, just because like that's how like the government's trying to like keep a track of them and all this shit. It's really like super fucked up. Um, so like my heart goes out to those people and everything like that. But, um, particularly for this news with the blizzard thing, I mean, this guy was a professional and like, he went on his post game interview to like, and he unmasked himself and he was like, he said this statement, like, you know, revolution of our times, you know, free Hong Kong or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, to me, I mean, that's a super powerful statement because I mean, like he could just easily just say nothing, shut up, get his money. Yeah, he, he had to have known what oh, yeah, he, repercussions he were coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he he had a platform that he was given, and he decided to you know say something because he felt that that was the right thing to do. And absolutely, like, for Hong Kong, like that country, it's not necessarily because it was a separate country. It wasn't like part of China. It's like so. Then, yeah, they have certain. It's it's tough because again, it's like you don't know all the information because it's like unless you followed it very closely. But 
you know, there's uh, it seems like there's a lot of One, obviously animosity. Here's the both sides. here's the violation. I, I I'll read the violation. I hear it. But go on. Okay. I have the whole violation. It's six dot one of the rules section. According to Blizzard, engaging in any act that, in Blizzard's sole discretion, brings you into public disrepute, offends a portion or group of the public, or otherwise damages Blizzard's image will result in removal from Grandmasters and reduction of the player's price total to zero dollars, in addition to other remedies which may be provided for under the handbook and Blizzard's website terms. So they wrote it in there a while ago. It's there. It is in violation. The thing is really like China's reaction that's the scariest part of this <laughs> yeah yeah and, and that's the thing is like imagine like imagine somebody that's like just so super sensitive you can't talk to them about anything um you know I'm sure we all have like a relative in the family or something like that where like you just can't even bring something up because like you know like they're just yeah. gonna react poorly uh and everybody has to walk on eggshells around them you can't even bring up certain things but imagine with like that's a country like that's government like it's just absolutely ridiculous that like they can't take any form of criticism and stuff like that yeah. or just like oh you offended us like we're and, and the thing is because people just want this chinese money now that they're finally opening up um it, it's pretty ridiculous but um yeah, so uh, other but, companies like are like okay china we, we got your back yeah yeah exactly and that's that's the absurd thing to me because like um so another thing that happened real quick is uh not only did blizzard suspend this guy take his winnings uh, they actually fired the two Taiwanese broadcast, uh, like Hearthstone broadcasters casters, that were yeah. cast, casters doing it, just because he was being interviewed. Like they were the ones that like, they, they allowed it to happen. Hmm. Yeah, uh, and you could tell right away they like they both put their kind of heads down. They're like, oh, like we're we're gonna get some shit for this kind of thing. <laughs> um, but uh. it, it's been good because it actually sparked um, this huge debate. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the news. It's all over Twitter. All the main like media sites are commenting on it. Not even just like the game sites. Like I think Washington Post and New York Times have posted an article on this now and stuff like that. So I mean, the dude definitely did his like use his platform wisely because uh, actually, in all honesty, Blizzard doing this is probably the best thing that could have happened. Because if if they hadn't done anything, I doubt this would have gotten uh, like a tenth of the like yeah like support it's been. Right. Um, the, and the communities like, like they're starting to talk about it now and they're starting to make a big deal where like we've heard things like this happen before you know with nba and new lawns actors so people yeah. are coming out talking about it but south park you know, i mean the nba thing yeah. happened this week too like a so it's just ago. um yeah it's just one of those things where you know if you're in a certain community you want it and you don't really know what's going on and then you hear people talking about it within that community kind of you know start to learn more and you know learning more about something and not just having opinions out of ignorance is probably a good thing I right, think exactly. that the, the implication here that uh, I guess it might be different for a, a country like China, though, that is if you criticize how parts of their government handle one thing, it's not meant to be an insult to every company, person, or like even other part of the government in China. Like that's that's the part that sort of scares me that it has to be like if you criticize Chinese government, that means you're like – criticizing everyone from china at once i don't yeah. think <laughs> i mean again that maybe that's just different maybe that's how they have like nationalist pride there that maybe we don't have in the same way but that's a scary type of nationalist pride if that's how it is yeah yeah and that's it you know it's like just super scary that um blizzard you know and part of me wants to believe that it's more activision than blizzard you know, putting their their foot down on this because you know they want to launch not only all obviously all the blizzard games but 
you know, Call of Duty is a huge market for China, mm-hmm. you know, Chinese growth and all that stuff. Um, but just the fact that, like, you know, a, a company that whose games I have enjoyed for, like, decades now, decades, um, and almost all their games involve, like, mm-hmm. you're, like, you know, a ragtag underdog heroes uh, fighting at some some form of tyranny or oppression at some point, and just, like, cool, so, like, you want to make games about it, but when it comes to real life, you're just, like, gonna bend the knee to fucking China and just be like, well, screw over, like, freedoms, like, we just need that Chinese money. It's like, fuck that. Um, some, some people actually out in Blizzard uh, are, are unhappy with the decision, too, and somebody tweeted out that um, in front of the headquarters out in California, they have a statue of an orc riding a, a wolf, um, and they have some of the, like, core values on the the statue and one of them is i think like um all voices matter or something like that so apparently some blizzard employees anonymously today like kind of like put paper over it to like protest in solidarity that it's like hey we say this we should mean this or yeah, we should yeah. take this off i, I saw a twi- uh jason schreier tweet about that too yeah about it yeah so the other scary thing is it's such a huge country like oh yeah it's is it the biggest like single country as india i don't know they're like around the same right yeah it's, it's around that i think maybe overall yeah i think india might be per like square you know whatever the like just populated dense. yeah yeah but it's uh it's so I, I mean i guess i understand why certain companies don't want to piss off something that's like a quarter of the world but yeah. <laughs> at the same time and plus it's, everything that we have here is made in china <laughs> yeah so it, it's ready to pay like four times as much for the same stuff yeah yep uh all right uh do oh, ch- sorry yes. real quick just one last thing i want to talk about is like the thing is too is like we're coming up on uh blizzcon again so yeah. uh it'll be really interesting to see how you know from now until blizzcon um they do things because like the thing is like they they've been such on a, a such an upswing especially from last year like remember i remember we talked about the diablo immortal fiasco and all that shit but like this year they've been on a hot streak just like with the uh, you know overwatch league season two being good wow classic being awesome you know they're about to do a uh, warcraft 3 remaster uh rumors of overwatch 2 being announced you know uh at blizzcon and now this is just kind of like a huge elephant in the room. So it would just be interesting to see how they approach it from uh, the next yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Doom Eternal delayed till March 20th, 2020. Womp womp. More games. I mean, more games in March. <laughs> dude, I remember Quarter yeah. 1 is packed. Like, it's yeah, quarter one. pretty much the new fall of this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's it's gonna be crazy. They need more time, obviously. So, biggest news I mean, of the that week. That was what, November too, right? Wasn't it? That was yeah, like, oh, that was November. Yeah, so, there's a better. I do be. like how uh, it's the same day that um, Animal Crossing is coming out. So there's this, like some funny memes where it's like Doom guy showing Isabel how to like fire like uh, a rocket launcher or some bullshit, and it's just like, all right, like yeah, makes sense, I guess. You know, fan art's cool that way. Yep. Uh, and lastly, on the news side, we got PlayStation 5 details, which is, in fact, called PlayStation 5. Big shock there. Um, so Wired Magazine had the exclusive. Uh, they have haptic feedback in controllers now. That's going to be in the DualShock 5s. Uh, system will be is coming out holiday of 2020, so it is coming next year, even though we've heard nothing yet about it. Uh, well, we have heard enough now, obviously. We've never think nothing official, like, announcement-wise. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so anything else, like, standing out? I mean... I mean, it's more than a year out, so... Yeah. So, first of all, I you know, because a lot of people that I follow and talk to were like, oh, this is really weird. It's kind of random. There's just, like, a, a little article and stuff like that. Yeah. But what I think happened was... Um, 
some of these outlets were starting to get information because obviously, like, as third parties start to get more and more final details because they have to have these games ready for launch. Um, too many details probably got leaked to the point where who, who was it that was it Wired? wired. It was Wired last time. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure Wired. You know, the same from my thing like, with Xbox. Right. Like, they're just well, like, we have the story, we're going to run it. Either way, you can yeah, announce it, it and we exactly. can do it as a co- collaboration, or yep. we're just going to run it. Yep, exactly. And I'm, I'm 99% sure that's what happened because they probably had enough details of like, hey, look, like we could do a new story together and, you know, it'll be Make official. It a thing. Or right. Yes. And, you know, the only thing I, I can think of and come back to is the whole Xbox One uh, Adam Orth situation where it's like, you know, it got out of Microsoft's hands and by the time they were able to, it was yeah. way too late. They, they need, yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. Control it. Control it. Even though it doesn't sound like there's anything bad about it, but, um, right, no. you know, that's because they're able to control it. Like, maybe exactly. it's like, oh, well, the PlayStation 4 is going to cost 899 US dollars. Like, well, you know what? Let's not mention that in the piece, all right? Let's just talk about the cool things like the SSD and all that yeah, stuff. We'll give you like, a little more information if you leave a little bit more information <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of this is yeah, a lot of this is the same article they were talking about before with uh, the solid state drive news, uh, which they had before. They were going to, and that was the rumor that they heard. They got that information. They were going to leak it, and then they got Mark Cerny over there just to say, "Here's an interview exclusive for you guys." Uh, so this sounds like this is what happens here, and you know, so the biggest thing, like I said, is going to be PlayStation Five Holiday 2020. Haptic feedback in the controllers, longer battery life, USB-C uh, controllers. Uh, I think that's what we got this time, Body, right? Body. I think that's the big courage. Thing. Yeah, courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so. mean, they, Apple's got courage to put in the iPads, but not iPhones. Damn. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, better UI improvements. That's all we've got so far. Really details. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. There was, I mean, there was uh, one piece of news here that. Um, Crossplay is officially out of beta for PS4. Oh yeah, so yeah. anybody can actually do it. I heard the uh, the Overwatch group is uh, doing uh, working on it now. So, so I mean, it's going to be a big feature of Modern Warfare. So that's, yeah, that's the whole thing. So okay, Gearbox, right, uh, let's go. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get back into Comic Con. We were at there. We talked about it on the movie cast. Um, mm-hmm. Game wise, there was a pretty good presence here. Um, I got to see Avengers. You know, yeah, Avengers was surprising that it was playable there. It looks yeah. like it was the same yeah, demo we got surprised. to see. Yeah. Uh, wait times weren't terrible. It was a long demo. It was like, like 60 hours. Uh, 60 hours. 60 minutes. <laughs> 60 minute wait time, but though it could be, it's yeah. a 30 minute demo. Yeah. So it's not. Oh, it was a 30 minute demo. Yeah, wow, it's a 30 I minute. I asked, I asked the guy, I'm like, how long is this demo? I'm like, because I'm like, do I wait? And he's like, well, it's going to be about 60 minutes. And I'm like, well, how long do you play? He's like, well, depending on how good you are, 20 to, 20 to 30 minutes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, um, I'm like, okay, that's cool. And it looks like you get to play as your character. It's the same demo we saw. You get to, you know, get to play a scene for each of I haven't characters. seen any, actually, gameplay. Oh. Um, it looks I mean, I watched people play it. I watched I people play it, too. I didn't get to play it either, but I watched it looked people all right. play it. It did look okay. It I think right. it looked a little chunky in terms of the combat. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, Hulk, the Hulk section looked pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, there's a Hulk section? I only yeah. saw uh, Widow and uh, Iron Man. I, I, saw, I saw a Hulk section. I'm like, It was kind of a younger kid playing, but he kept he kept falling off the edge a lot like uh, okay but um i also saw captain america section i saw uh, which which looked pretty archimy um yeah yeah but it it looked that looked better to me i mean when you have a good fighting system (laughs) people are gonna take it so i mean i don't know if it's gonna play like it it just kind of superficially looked similar i'm sure there's a counter system just like it in there i'm sure there is but uh yeah it looked okay i mean it looked looked like i saw in the video it's cool to see it actually getting played and get to see the, the input and then the movements 
Um, so uh, they released a bunch of like alternate like costumes with this too, right? Yeah, like that they're gonna have. So hopefully some of them look better. Um, uh, I mean, graphically the game, aside from certain facial design and design choices, like it looks great. Yeah, I don't like the character designs, but it does look good. The atmospheres and stuff, yeah. Combat looks slow. It needs to be polished, but it looks okay. It looks good. It just needs to be polished. I mean, seeing it there, like, I'm a little more, like, on board than I was before. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we also had the DBZ Kakarot game was uh, there, which if you could kind of see it. I didn't get to see it much, but it looks just like the um, the Z Fighters. Uh, but mm-hmm. in an RPG uh, game, fluid looks like Dragon Ball Z. It looks awesome. Uh, so I, I would love to have played that, but that was Crazy Line 2. Um, it looked good, though. I'm looking forward to that one quite a bit. Did you guys see um, Project Resistance was there? Yeah, I actually um, forgot to mention. I actually sat in on that pan- the Capcom panel. Oh, good. Because I was kind of like, I, was just, I had some time, and I was like, I looked at it. And I was like, oh, that's right here. And it just started. I was like, well, let me see if I can get in there. Like, yeah, we got a couple of like, single seats. And I was like... I'm single here, so yeah, let's go. Um, and, you know, it doesn't look great, but I think it looks serviceable. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of like an interesting, you know, you know, 4v1 asymmetrical gameplay. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. if it's if it's bad, okay, whatever. I, I'm not going to pick it up. But it's good, you know, cool. All, all the more mm-hmm. power to it. The one cool thing that they showed off there was um, the Monster, Hunt, Monster Hunter Iceborne uh, cross Resident Evil 2 collaboration, where they're bringing um, RE2 skins... Uh, from the characters, plus like zombies and shit to the game, including um, uh, the tyrants, stuff like that. So yeah, I, I was like, you know what? That's really cool. I, you know, I'm not a big Monster Hunter fan, but I love how they keep doing these collaborations with uh, all these popular IPs, just to like, you know, get new fans uh, of both, you know, kind of excited and interested in the series. Especially, I know um, Aloy is coming back for a Horizon Zero Dawn um, collab and stuff like that. Hmm. Okay, that's um, cool. I, I saw Stranger Things game was there that looked really not so good. Um, well, it's well, dead, it's by, dead daylight. by daylight. Yeah, it's just Stranger Things. Like, say they've been adding a lot of the um, you know, monster. Like, yeah, similar. Jason, Freddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. just didn't look that good. Sorry, uh, I looked. I watched. Uh, I'm like, this doesn't look so good. Oh no, it's super, super Indian. So. People yeah, like uh, like the people, people that like it. They really love it. Yeah. yeah. So it's what's crazy is that okay. So yeah, Resident Evil. Um, yeah game uh dead by daylight and they also had predator which are all like one verse many games <laughs> it's kind of weird yeah uh, uh predator looked so uh, predator looked really bad <laughs> there was like nobody yeah. there i could have played that game and i did not and i was no, like no nobody yeah. was like i like well, it was like three o'clock on thursday yeah. i walked by it was like friday was full station friday Nothing. was empty nobody. yeah there were some people there Saturday, but Friday was empty, and I'm just like, I this looks terrible. There's more people waiting in line to take a picture with a wax statue of of Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, what else was there game wise? We wanted to anything else. They had they had those little uh, what are those one up or mini arcade cabinet things. Well, they had a lot of that presentation actually. Yeah, they had the those, giant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. those are those are yeah the little ones and the giant one, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was. Um, the problem I have for the, the what's that? No, the guy that I was talking about who had the issue with the Fox panel, he actually yeah. bought the uh, Marvel one because oh, I, 
that has a light up marquee. Um, he's oh, like, that's cool. It, it looks. Like, I wouldn't get the other ones because they don't light up, but the Marvel one had light up marquee. I'm gonna get that. It looks. <laughs> they were like, like, I can feel they're tiny. They're tiny. Like I, I'm afraid, that, like they flop around a little bit when you. They're not heavy enough. Are they heavy enough? Uh, you can play them at Walmart. I mean, they usually uh, have them. Yeah. They just seem I mean, so like the small enough. They're four hundred dollars, I think. Uh, depending on the depending on what you buy, I think I saw one for like two eighty, but some of them are up to like four something, four thirty. I mean, even just for a show like experience, there was a lot of them. Like you could yeah, I love that one, giant one Marvel superhero thing they had. That was awesome. Yeah, that was fun to see. Uh, even with a giant like joystick and buttons yeah. too. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. Honestly, like the amount of games on the floor, I was kind of impressed with it. Sort yeah. of made like feel like a. Uh, packs better step it up because yeah. last time i mean i haven't been there for a few years but like there wasn't that much more playable there than there is like <laughs> it seemed like at comic-con oh the main companies are there i mean this did, was square even there this year yeah avengers. they had that mobile game oh the avengers yeah that was right that was their i thought that was marvel <laughs> i just thought that i chalked up the marvel's uh, booth so yeah um but uh, yeah, they had a big mobile game presence too. Um, uh, yeah, those Korean, yeah, some Korean company. Yep. Co- so, what was it? Seven something? I don't remember. Seven, Fate Seven or Destiny? I don't know what it was. Called. Sure, whatever. Some mobile big titty. Yep. White anime game. chicks. Yeah. So, yeah. And they had another Dragon Ball game there, like um, Dragon Ball uh, Worlds or something. Warriors. Well, Dragon well, no, it was like a World Adventures. Oh, was, I thought it was Warrior. Okay, it was World Adventures. That's what it was. It was called? like where they were like Warriors. they were out, you know, battling something. Yeah, I saw that one on the floor too. That looked okay. But the cock, the cock awesome. one was kind of like hidden. Yeah, you had to look so into the, really you had to like the look one. up into the bubble and you can see right. it, but uh, to the dome. But and then uh, they had whatever game like a, like a One Punch Man, Disney uh, Disney Warriors type game or something. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, experiences at the the Comic Con. I mean, we were talking about that in the last episode too. Like, uh, just the amount of people there was nuts. For those who didn't listen to the movie, Casco listen to it. Uh, Saturday mm-hmm. was Saturday was even crazier. You couldn't move on the floor. You couldn't walk through the aisles properly on the main floor. Even like in the, even in the outside areas of like just getting food and like just sitting down and just anywhere you went, it was like the main floor. It was overcrowded everywhere you go. There's not like there wasn't mm-hmm. a place to breathe. You know, Tony, you were outside the whole time. Uh, you know, I mean, because it was the best. It was it was cold outside, but it was the most like fresh air. What did they have out there? I know they had like a Netflix thing, right? I didn't even look at yeah, it. Yeah, they, like the they had like a nineteen seventeen thing. Yeah, like, like oh. a tent or whatever. They had another thing. I didn't know what it was. Probably Netflix or whatever. Uh, food trucks, and then you know, just cosplayers and stuff like that. But just like at least you could somewhat move around there, and it was like like Jim was saying, like fresh air because. Uh, you know, I was actually surprised. I didn't get, like, um, a lot of, like, nasty convention stereotypical nerd smells until Saturday. Yeah. And it was, like, started getting bad. I was like, oh, God. Like, but the other thing is, too, is, like, in the show floor, they they have these, like, popcorn fucking vendors. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. Like, I never I never thought you could get worse than just, like, BO, like, body, you know, like, yeah. from people that don't shower or use soap. But the combination of B.O. plus popcorn is like this sickening, disgusting, just putrid fragrance that is just worse than either of them combined. Like, I like popcorn, but I don't want to smell it unless I'm personally eating it. Like, it's just yeah. too strong of a smell yeah. uh, if I'm not the one who's eating it and stuff like that. So, <laughs> B.O. popcorn is just fucking You just gross, found man. the next Jelly Belly. Splatter. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. God. Ugh. 
yeah. So yeah, it was it was bad in there. Um, and like I said, I didn't get it in any panels. By the time I got off the floor to go to a panel, like it was already past lining up for it anyways, because you need to be there an hour mm-hmm. early for the regular stuff, not the queuing in the main hall. Um, so I did I did get to see Felicia Day's panel, um, which was cool. Uh, she you know is a big nerd. And, uh, Talk about the guild. A little bit, mostly about her new book, which deals with like mm. treating anxiety, like helping helping out with anxiety, uh, and how to get through stuff. But um, you know, a lot of it. There was questions, obviously, of the guild. There was terrible. The, the moderator did like three quarters of the damn panel was uh, like viewer questions, and I'm like, oh, this mm. is gonna fucking suck. So and yeah, of course, because you always get those questions, just like, why are you asking this question? And she handled it great, but it's just like even she asked the first girl ran up to the microphone and said in like the first, I mean, she ran up to the microphone. First question. She said in episode, I don't remember 26 of season four of Eureka, you guys were making this origami artwork and you know, you had to do all this stuff before you could take off. And she's like, did you actually make that artwork? And Felicia Day was like, what? <laughs> uh, she's like, I don't, I don't even did really remember this. That? Huh? Did anyone boo that? I would have booed that. We were just like, question. what? Everyone's like, wait, this is your first question? And then like, she's like, even if Felicia Day was like, Felicia Day was like, you seriously just ran up to the microphone to ask me this? Uh, okay. I mean, I guess we were Maybe she got stuff. money on it. She's like trying to bet. She was betting yeah. her friend or something. She's like, well, she's like, I don't remember this episode at all. And, you know, she did it in, in good stride there. She's like, you know what? I totally am the best origami ever. I do the best. So, yes, that's me. Yes. <laughs> to credit for whatever it was. She's like, but you can clearly see the I would run up there and be like, what was your favorite guest star appearance in an episode of some random show? Yeah. yeah. So, but the other <laughs> questions are okay, I guess. But uh, so. that's, why I'm, that's why I'm glad Charisma Carpenter mentioned an episode by name to me. Yeah. So she actually remembers the show. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. What else? Uh, so let's go into like moving forward. This this convention is growing and growing and growing. It's almost like, do you go on Saturday now? You know, it's like, do you even go on Saturday? So it's going to be a Thursday Friday thing. A lot of people, I think. Uh, and then I, it's that, gonna... that would. And that's yeah. the thing, though. Is like Thursday's ideal, just as bad. I mean, Thursday, you're not getting you're not getting a reprieve more on Thursday. But what do they do? Like, you if can't... anything, like people are going to be like blitz on Thursdays to get like first dibs on shit now yeah. but like what do you do like, well, the thing is go on well the thing is i gotta say is like unfortunately when the tickets go on sale you don't even know the full extent of like the guests the guests or the panels or anything like that or when so, they'll be there yeah or, and, and, and they always save the, the prime material for saturday like this is the first saturday since we started going to new york comic con that i was like oh you know i don't actually care for any yeah. of these panels you know in the past years it's been like the voltron There's ones the marvel yeah. netflix ones you know? aids into shield while it was like you know super hot all those ones that i love going and that was the day though it was like you know first hour or two waiting in line and then we had some reprieve and then it's like back-to-back panel panel mm-hmm. panel panel and it was fine that worked out because you know, I didn't have to fight the show floor or anything like that, so it worked. Yeah. But this year, I was just like, hmm, there's nothing. Like, so it's just like shrug. But to take that chance, like that, that would suck if it's like, I'll just buy Thursday, Friday, and then we announce a guest, and it's like Saturday only, kind of like you know, yeah. with yeah. Angel and Mike. You know, it's like, oh, that, that sucks. Let me. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how. I, I don't know how I would have gone there anyway. <laughs> That that early into the city because we didn't we didn't get a place there that would have been almost impossible. Well, you also would have had to line up. Yeah, you'd have to line up at like seven a.m. over there. I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I don't know what they can do to improve it. I I know what they're doing. They're trying to move it across the city. Like so, there's people going to Madison Square Garden. There's people going to. Well, the they Harrison are building a huge addition, which is going to help. I think, they but that's to, not going to be for another prob- year or two. Yeah, the problem is, is like it's not going to fix the problem because they're just going to sell more tickets. 
you want to have expanding, always growing user base. Like, I think you need to cap it. I think they need to put a cap in place and say, this is it. No matter how big this place gets, this is all we're selling. I mean, I'm sure they have something in mind. Uh, they didn't sell out their Thursday tickets, so I don't know. They must have something in mind. They just worth. really need that expansion building to be finished already, and I think that would help a lot. Yeah, because yeah. it is taking up space to not have it there. As it's well. actually like, cutting into the artist galleries that used to be all over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I remember like what was it like two years ago? The one section that I think was just the queue hall this year. They had like the entire section that was like just games. Like I remember we tried yeah. out like a lot of the VR experience. That yes. was awesome. That was and great. It was like nobody like knew about it. It's like oh, there's there's like nobody here. We just like we, we know, tried John pretty, Wick. We tried a whole yeah. bunch of stuff real quick. Yeah, yeah. we tried a whole bunch of stuff. It yeah. was awesome. So yeah. it's like. I think the things were just spread oh, out. Fifteen was down there. I think. Yeah, it was. That's right. It was down there. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I think like yeah. they just need that expansion. You're right. Um, line management. Line management has been great. The management has been great for that line management, and they need better. I think they need better guests uh, in terms of panels, not in terms of like main stage panels. I think it was very mm. lackluster this year in terms of what they got. Uh, even overall, like overall, there wasn't much every day. Like if you, there was like. A couple of them I would have liked to have been on, like one I would like to have been on Thursday, one I wanted to go to on Friday, and like really none on Saturday that I wanted to see. Because like the stuff I was interested in was all like the garden. And I'm like, I'm not going to walk all the way to Madison Square Garden to to maybe get into a panel, uh, especially after hearing this from Corey, like the the, the, the reserve thing. That needs to get fixed, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's a, there's a lot they can improve on, I guess. Um, you know, the staff there has been good. They've been getting, like you said, more under control every year in terms of what they're doing in mm-hmm. lines. No, yep, uh, they're improving. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what's out of control is the main area outside the showroom where they took costume pictures and the con- the congregation area. Congregation area. It's like uh, – it's just like full. It's too full. Yeah. They just need – you like, know, like the thing is like you can't like not have the cosplay because it's gotten so big over the years and it is a draw for some people. But they just need to have dedicated areas to that so that people can just go there – who want to take pictures because you know the thing is it's really unfortunate when you come across somebody who has an awesome costume and at least me because like i'll think about like being a pain in the butt to other people it's like well i'm not going to stop this person in yeah. the middle of this intersection to which take is, a picture which is the right thing to do yeah, yeah right but like other people do it and i'm just like dudes like like you are creating so much fucking traffic because <laughs> you just want a picture like follow them to wherever they're going if you really want a fucking picture that bad dude like just get yeah. out of here i mean it's not even that though like right in that same area they have like professional shit like set up right where people should be walking in and out of the show floor they got like you know these lights circling like these people and they're like oh excuse me could you walk around it's like what the fuck why are you here dude yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff like that too so yeah it's just yeah. A lot of people. I even said to, I said to my girlfriend too, is like, I was like, they, I like, I appreciate PAX when they have that whole like board game area where you can just sit down at the tables and play a game or something. I would love to see that in this area, like just to have a relaxing area, just sit down and just take a breather. And like we used to do that all the time is meet up over there in PAX and play a board game or not even Mm -hmm. just meet up over there because it was like you can sit down. I do think that they added more seating this this year than before i found it was less impossible i feel like to find a chair somewhere I found it was hard I found that but it, it was possible we, we this sat time. on sidewalks most of the time so stairs i mean we got we got we got we got a table at the cafeteria when we we ate mm-hmm. so yeah that space wise they're definitely gonna it's gonna be a lot better once they have that section opened uh obviously but um yeah i, I 
I would like to see it. You know, San Diego obviously is the big one, and they have like these huge panels and big events. I would like to see that at New York, though. I would like to see like someone be like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna do a big event in New York," because uh, that would be cool. Um, yeah. You know, it's just the time of the year. I don't know if it makes sense so much because uh, mm-hmm. San Diego is just a better timing wise, but it would be neat to see. You know, so maybe a like huge. A, yeah, I mean, if Disney didn't have their D twenty three, like, is a good Disney Plus thing there. But like, DC has the possibility to do it here. They have a, They could take it because they started to with Harley Quinn t- this year. There, there's a lot of DC presence more than last year. Uh, so DC might you might see them pick up a lot of their DC Universe stuff and put it at this mm-hmm. convention. This could it really could. I could, I, yeah, I saw I mean, the like, opening. Why not for have it, like a Doom Patrol and yeah. Titans panel? Because they were doing stuff with the they, they they previewed the first episode of Harley Quinn here uh, for the animated. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a big thing for the birds of prey there. They always have a, a decent presence, uh, and I just think that it's with Marvel just clearly moving in with Disney here with D twenty three. I think DC has a good opportunity to take over that mantle and and do some cool stuff here. Even like if they want to talk about their stupid CW shows or whatever it is. I mean, they have that too going. But um, so I don't know. But no, that any, makes sense. Yeah. Anything it's like else? A, it's an opening there. Anything else to add, guys? No, oh, just you know, still awesome show. It's great. It. I yeah, mean, it's just great. tiring because it's great. the thing that I love about it is just like even when the conventions are over, or like Saturday, I got tired of the convention early. I just left. I'm still in fucking New York City. I got to do you know so yeah. much, yeah, so much stuff. I got to eat so much good food. Um, yeah, just yeah, it's New York. So funny yeah. that little like marketplace that we go to is like so good. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Well, Christ, like yep. it's it's actually like cheaper than some of the food like um, around salad suburbia, bars you can yeah. get around here. Yeah. So, yeah, that little market is awesome. Find um, even the market up from that that's got like hot food, like a lot more restaurants built in, is pretty good price too. Up way up. Was there. it the Gotham Gotham Not, Market or whatever? Yeah, yeah I know it was like last year. They had like they had that ramen there. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was yeah. good. So, so we talked about that when Tony and I went to get dinner. Dude, and I got and I got a, a really rare Vermont beer up the street. It was mm. awesome. So I was happy. Uh, all right. I think that's it, guys. I think it's going to wrap up this episode of Gamecast. Thanks for tuning in. You can write us, podcast at allinggeek.net. Follow us on Twitter at allinggeek. Like us on Facebook. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. Uh, we're going to be on Spotify. Uh, we're going to be on iHeartRadio as soon as we get approved for that. We are on Spotify already. Just the new episodes will start showing up for you guys soon. Um, so look for those there. And thanks. See you guys next week.